Part three. Episode three. Tres. 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 Today. Uno dos tres. Oh, yes. Tres. You thinking I'm... of uh, the old French? Yeah, I was. Oh, See, I'm always speaking though. Spanish. Damn. Damn. You're listening to Beats and Blends? For the third time. For the third time. Episode three. Trey. Today, Trey. coming up on the show, Mo has a very, very delightful coffee that we're going to speak about. A mysterious, saucy blend from oh, northern mysterious. Italy. Oh, well, that's from Italy. I didn't even know that. Yeah. yeah. So we've gone from Waitrose to Italy. We are up in our game that's big right. time. We've gone from business class to first class. We're in... They're probably the same thing, but it feels like there's a difference. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, we're, we're slurping down on this lovely, lovely little Italian roast at the moment. Uh, we'll expand on that a bit later when we uh, pop down to Moe's Coffee Corner. Yeah. You're we're, always welcome. And we're also going to be reviewing some music today. Uh, we've got a few things in particular that we want to get off our chests. Yeah, we've we, got, um, what we, we got? We're new gonna, tracks, we've got old tracks. Yeah, we've got a mixture of new We've got a mixture, yeah. yeah, a little bit of a mix. Uh, we're also going to be schooling Mo on the wonderful world of grime. I'm very excited about that, by the way. Not only grime, but diss tracks specifically. Oh, yeah, mm. so we'll get to that in a bit. But first of all, how are you guys doing? I'm good. Yeah, I'm right. very good. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm a bit a bit jittery today. Yeah, yeah you've, you've been a little bit on edge, to be fair. Yeah, I, I'm... Like a cornered chicken. Mm. Yeah, I woke up Ready this morning... Ready slaughter. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, I woke up this morning... Didn't feel necessarily well. Like you woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Were you unwell? I was unwell. Yeah. Okay. And I um, I, you know, I got my stuff done. I, uh, I had a little exercise, pumped some weights, mm. had some lemsip, and yeah. here I am, ready oh, to do it. Lemsip, lemsip always does a trick though. That's it's it's just the one. Yeah. There's something in that that works. I think it's it's probably the Free medicine decongestion. Great point. Yeah. Probably, hadn't yeah. thought of that. But yeah, so I apologise in advance if I'm a bit more gravelly than normal. A little bit stuffy. I'm, I'm liking it, actually, yeah. I, yeah. I wish I had a gravelier voice. I've always been so nasal. Yeah, mm. Moe is jealous of your dulcet tones. Oh, dulcet, that's a lovely word, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Dulcet. Dulcet no, tones. This is my radio dulcet. voice. This is my radio voice. Wow. wow. I can't even pretend to, because that sounds quite convincing. That's that's what three years at university has done to us. We've perfected our uni voices. Not uni voices. Start smoking oh, again. Yeah, I'm trying to quit, but I'm scared I'm going to lose this husk when I do it, and now I'm going to start yeah. sounding weaselly. No, that, that husk is deeply ingrained into your, like, throat, lungs, psyche. <laughs> You're fine, mate. Well, Joni Mitchell famously wanted, she hated a tight, a high and tight voice, and smoked non-stop to try and get it lower. Wow, yeah, I didn't wow. know that. Everyone I mean, loved the voice. Yeah, Lemmy, um, I'm pretty sure it was Lemmy who said that, like, part of why he's he had such a distinct... Uh, vocal style was just Jack Daniels and cigarettes so there you go that's key to success the key to success is Jack Daniels and cigarettes so any anyone listening just grab yourself a bottle of Jack and some ciggies and, you know and you'll be Alan Sugar soon enough probably class A's as well I'll throw those in oh, oh, the kids. oh I've, yeah I've tried that diet and I must advocate that it's, it's, it's not good I don't advocate it at all it's yeah in fact you, you don't condone it you, you advocate it. not advocating it yes exactly the yeah. anti-advocation and I advocate that Wow. Mm. Well, I'm glad we have each other's backs, guys. Good. So, anyway, um, 
Should we should we jump into a track to start the show off? Yeah, we should. We should. So um, you've got something that you wanted to show first, I yeah, believe. So. so this is just I was yeah, it was a nice day the other day. I was listening to this track and I just thought, yeah, I wanna I wanna drop this on Beats and Blends. So yeah, this is um it's Crabs in a Bucket by Vince Staples of his album Big Fish Theory. Oh wow. Is it and yeah, is there anything else you want to say about this or should we just dive um, straight in? It's a banger. I think we should just dive straight in, mate. Okay, well, diving away. Where's your moxie and truth from poppy, young man, you not acting too cocky Probably cause I'm feeling like the world gon' crash Brother hunting sun on the E-class desk I'm feeling funny, guarantee gon' flash Cock back blast, put him in the back Probably gon' regret it in the retrospect Got a lot of problems, I ain't let go yet Spend a lot of money on the CDG And I look at Lily on the TV screen Battle with the white man day by day Fans taking pictures, doing play by play They don't never want to see the black man eat Nails in the black man, hands and feet Put him on the cross so he put him on the chain Lines to be saying he don't look like me Roll cage on the GT3 How the show on stage like a DVD Put me in the mama when it's over with I used to look up to the sky and I'm over shit Vince Staples. Yeah, that was wow. uh, with his crabs in a bucket. Vincey boy, Vince Staples there with crabs in a bucket off his album Big Fish Theory. When you first said uh, we listened to crabs in a bucket, I thought you were just going to play the sound of crabs in the bucket. 
and I was a bit concerned. <laughs> oh my god! And so I was pleasantly surprised to find out it was an actual song. It was an actual. It was an actual tune, yeah. rather than just the sound of crustaceans in. That may, might be great as well. I don't know. There we go. I um, thought you was going to be playing SpongeBob or something like that. Oh well, well, I'm glad you're both pleasantly surprised. Um, yeah, no. What did you think of the track? I really liked it, and um, I'm not. I, I, I must say that I haven't really listened to that much of his work, but I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I I would recommend listening to Vince Staples. To be fair, I mean that album, Big Fish Theory. It's quite long. It's got a lot of good features. There's one track that's got Kendrick on it. It's wicked. Right there. Um, I think that album's like 40 minutes long, and then he dropped one last year. And it's only 22 minutes long. And every mm. tune on it is an absolute banger. Right. And it's so short and sweet. Like, 22 minutes almost feels like an EP. Wow. And it just goes... It just speeds by. And he drops it last summer, and it was, like, one of the soundtracks of my summer. Mm. And you're saying that, you've kind of... Uh, you put, kind of put something on my mind here. There's something that I've asked before. Go um, on. When you mentioned Kendrick, a lot of people... like I, I like Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't know. I I don't know if it's my just my personal opinion. I don't necessarily feel that he's as, as amazing as everyone thinks he is. Um, I I, I, I not, and I'm not trying to slag him off. It's no, just my of personal. course. I think um, I think his music's great, but I don't understand the uh, the the hysteria. I most think. I think most of the hysteria comes from Good Kid, Mad City, and also to Pimp a Butterfly because to Pimp a Butterfly, for me, when I first heard that, it was almost sort of like kind of a throwback to like really good classic rap albums I'd heard in say like I don't know like the 90s or whatever and then adding on to your point though when he dropped Damn a few years ago I found that album to be quite lacklustre and yeah, it yeah, was more like just individual songs than an actual cohesive thing this is what I mean yeah yeah and also adding to your point um, Kendrick features a lot and some of his features, like, say, with Vince or Mac Miller or anyone else, are really, really good. But then you also get the times where Kendrick decides he wants to do a feature with Taylor Swift or Maroon 5. And there's nothing wrong with either of those artists. It's just um, it, it comes across a little bit like a, a cash grab. And also the lyrics are always just quite not great. You know, they're quite weak when it's on those tracks. So, yeah, no, I definitely see what you mean. I don't... <laughs> think he's as mm. mad You're, as you think well i don't think i could have summed that up better and but let's let's Very move on cohesive, yeah. Let, let's move on before we before this turns into a, a attack on kendrick lamar because i do actually i like the guy no, I, rate, I rate his music his music's fantastic i, I just um it's I, it's the same with childish gambino i think i'm not like i like you know a few of his tunes but i wouldn't i wouldn't pay any more than you know 60 quid to see him i yeah, think I'd, even that would be a rip-off in well not a rip-off but i you know i like a 30 40 pound gig kind of yeah, guy yeah no that. i'd say you haven't been sucked into that hype machine and that's good because yeah. a lot of people do you know like i stay true to my tart embraces you know like i I like drake as well but drake's overrated as well you know there's a lot yeah, of things no, yeah, overrated. yeah no i'd agree exactly and now um so for those listening uh just before we started recording, I um, went to check on our co-host, Marmaro Gascoigne, whilst he was, making, um, he was making us a lovely cup of coffee of this secret Italian blend. And yeah. um, when I walked in on you in the kitchen, you looked sort of like a, like a, a boy who'd been caught doing something wrong. You were, like, <laughs> you were like sniggering, you were like laughing, and you were just doing... I don't know. You seem very coy. Like something was. Yeah, something, something, was something wrong. has happened. I, I didn't. I was. I don't want to tell you. Yeah, but to be honest, whatever this is, it's actually made me feel quite uneasy. 
Jason's anxiety. You should, I, I'm the only one that feels uneasy. That's 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 fair because I was in the wrong. <laughs> okay. Right. Right. What so I've done cannot be. We're gonna hand this over to you now, Mo. Okay. Um, Are you gonna tell the story now? Or? Yeah. This is yeah. this is pre Coffee Corner little story. So okay. So a little preamble to Coffee Corner is disaster striking, striking. Disaster struck. Okay. So okay, as as you just explained. Before the show, I prepared the coffee in the little kitchen, communal kitchen, right? Yeah, the uh, the old communal kitchen at uni. And uh, what I prepare the coffee with is hot water from the kettle, mm-hmm. fine, coffee that I've brought, mm-hmm. and then Jay's cafetiere. Yeah. So Jay, you uh, very kindly brought along your cafetiere. It's a large one for multiple cuppage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so everything's going swimmingly. I had the kettle boiled, the coffee's in the cafetiere, I'm pouring it in, perfectly fine. It comes to plunge time, where I start putting down the plunger, and I realise, oh, that's odd. There's sort of coffee coming out the bottom of the cafetiere as I push down. That's not what normal cafetiers do. Is this like a reverse cafetiere? I don't think so. So I kept on plunging, and then all of a sudden, uh, the entire thing exploded in my face. <laughs> 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 oh shit he was actually covered in coffee um, I jumped back I instantly said holy fuck <laughs> because I looked around and there was coffee and coffee granules in every corner of this tiny little fucking room oh my fucking Christ there's coffee pouring down the surfaces oh. your cafetiere is broken it's, oh, it's smashed mate no firstly don't worry about the cafetiere because oh, that cafetiere I think was like a tenner from Ikea and you know how you meant to heat them up? Yeah. I forgot to heat it up once and, yeah, just put the hot water in and it had a massive fucking crack in it. So Oh, well, I'll explain it, Jay. That's Give me happened. faulty hardware. Oh, I'm, I'm sure I've mentioned the crack before, but oh continue. So I, I was so I was riddled with guilt up until you, you said that. You were riddled that. with guilt? Oh. I was so concerned because I don't know how much the cafetiere costs you. Mo's you know, like hiding, one. blocking stuff out. And it's... it's oh, I tell it? you what, I felt like I committed a murder. Because See, the, I, I thought it had something to do with the fact you don't have permission to be in the studio at the moment. And I well, thought, that added to the anxiety of the situation, I must say. Because you're like, thinking, if someone walks in at this moment, it'd be like, who is this boy that I don't know and he's covered the entire room with coffee? Who I are you? Paper you towels in my hands. Same paper criminals. <sighs> fuck. But yeah, that's, that's kind of been stressing me out. So what happened was it exploded. I went, holy fuck. So all they've got is a very small dispenser of like napkins. So I had to that's use that true. to to basically mop up what felt like I was mopping up a victim's blood. I felt like OJ, you know, like, what have I done? Like a crime of passion. And I kept on finding granules, granules, granules everywhere. <laughs> Sorry, that OJ comment, man. <laughs> no, to, to be fair, what got me was granules, granules, granules. <laughs> That's um, what he said. On a well. matter of here. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, do you want to continue? So Yeah, so... I was like, oh god, okay, so I, I cleaned up most of it that was on the floor. Literally the entire floor, it's a small room, mm, was covered in, in liquid. It's hot brown liquid. How did you mop it all up? With the napkins. Those paper so many napkins. The Those dispenser. Wafer thin. Wafer th- it's like, like a little it's tissue. Wafer. Small, it's it's like a one-ply nothing. It's like a Rizzler. It, it is. <laughs> it's, like, it's less than a Rizzler. It's, it's the equivalent of just wiping up a it, massive spillage with the king skin. It might have been king skins, I don't know. Yeah, but, um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but, Jay's just left him around in the kitchen. Yeah, sorry. But as soon as the, the initial cleanup happened, I was like, well, we've got to have coffee. 
Mm. It's Beats and Blends. So oh. It's the whole premise oh. of the show. Yeah, exactly. And for those of you that are tuning in for the first time, Beats and Blends, uh, we have a bit of pointless chat and we review coffee. You know, you're caught up now, so carry on. But, <laughs> so I was cleaning up everything and then I was looking in drawers and there's pools of liquid in the drawers. Every, every single orifice, every single corner is covered in coffee. It's like, fuck. Oh my God. Did you see the weird... Um, bag it's like a bag for life that's in that kitchen and it's just filled with spoons and knives there's no forks in there yeah. but <laughs> i brought a lunch in the other yeah. day and i tried to eat it and i had and i was searching everywhere i was looking through all the cupboards all the drawers and it's just found this big bag and there's about like 50 spoons in there <laughs> there's something we must add though what was deposited in the bottom of said bag Oh, there was a lot of lime scale in there. Mm. What mm. lime scale in a bag? So like yeah, someone so saved it up. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> to like, eat a soup. It was. <laughs> it was it's like croutons. Like, you just flake over the top. You open up this drawer and there's this bag, and you're thinking like, oh yeah, I've, you know, I need, you know, Jason's just microwaved this meal. It's just about to, you know, tuck in. And it wasn't a microwave meal. I might add that it was something I brought from home that I was yeah. really looking forward to heating up and eating. And yeah, we go and look in this bag, and it's like, okay. Just, it's just full of spoons. I had to eat chicken <laughs> breast. Knives. Chicken breast with a bloody spoon. It it was it was very funny to watch, but I also <laughs> felt his pain. Chicken breast with a spoon. And well, that spoon has been in contact with lime scale, so you ate lime scale I chicken. I ate a limey chicken. I've already got chicken. Lyme disease now. That's why I woke up feeling a bit weird this morning. God, fuck, man. You know, just can't eat anything like that with spoons again. It's an outrage. I feel like this kitchen's bad luck. This kitchen is bad luck. It's cursed. So... <laughs> What I want to know is, how did you make the coffee? So yeah, after the initial uh, guilt of destroying your cafetiere and cleaning up had had passed, I was like, well, what am I going to do? So I looked around and they've got this uh, tea diffuser. Yeah. Oh, we know all about that. We know all about tea diffuser. Tea diffuser just sort of stays in there. Mm. So I was like, okay, well, it's worked before for us in the past. I'm going to just whack it in. But you know what? Something about this northern Italian coffee, by the way, is... Don't say too much. The granules are much, much finer than what we're used to over here mm. in uh, in Blighty uh, because it went all the way through. So at the bottom of your cups, you will find a lot of sediment. You know what? To be honest, mine isn't actually that sedimenty. You know, like how in in Turkey, if you have a Turkish coffee, they say they can like read your fortune in the grounds. Yeah, like, yeah your future. It's like well, Harry Potter, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I'm not seeing many grains, Mo. So I think you've done a good job there, mate. Oh, so thank well you very done. much. Uh, as you said that, I just had a mouthful of grit. <laughs> I had that in actually. That's not the coffee. That is actual grit. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. It's just that, from the drawers. It's why? Scale. Nah, that's why it took so long. He went outside down to the car park, grabbed some, just. Yeah, just for yeah. you because you yeah. know I've Cause, heard because that's what people do, isn't it? Grit for gains. Grit, grit. Wow. Okay. I think we should play another song. Yeah. So. Right. Um, I need to cool down. What tune have we got coming up next, Jason? I think this is one of the ones you picked. Hang on. We're hanging. Well, we, we you wanted to play a bit of Beastie Boys. Um, oh, I, don't I know. do, but I I didn't put it in any particular order. So I think you should. I think you should put on one tune. What about uh? Okay. Well, what about that Johnny Marr tune? Well, well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. There's, there's there's an order to this. Okay. So I grew up as a massive Smiths fan, and uh, as you know, I have many T-shirts, and I occasionally wear them. Mm-hmm. And um, I was a big Morrissey fan. I that, that's where I started doing my quiff from about the age of sixteen, seventeen. Um, not really a massive fan of his work anymore. And I've discovered that he's just he's doing a cover album 
I've heard about this as well. And, and um, th- mm. okay, mm. I don't, I don't understand how a man that's been in the business for forty years nearly is doing a cover album. It, it just shocks me. You know, it's not, it's not Bradley Walsh, you know, <laughs> trying to, you know, afford to remortgage his house or anything. You know, it's, he, surely he can write his own material by now. Like he's, he's been doing it for long enough. I mean, what? yeah, you've, uh, you've got a great point there. To be honest, it's. It's weird. I think the choice of covers is strange as well. Yeah, well, he did um, Pretenders back on the Chain Gang, which actually, it sounded really good. And again, I want to hate this. I really want to hate this, because what I'm about to play for you, he's done a cover of It's Over by Roy Orbison, which is already a great song. It's a very good song. But I I don't know. Has he pulled it out of the bag? I'm just going to play it for you and just tell me what you think. Your baby doesn't love you anymore Golden days before they end Whisper secrets to the wind And falling stars that seem to cry And that song is now over. And yeah, that was Morrissey covering Roy Orbison. I, I, I see. I want to hate it, but I, I like it. Uh, the only thing I would 
I would say is that w- w- when we had that song on, we could see the levels, and it just it was just brick wall, wasn't it? Yeah, it we just... we're looking at this waveform right now. For for those who are listening who aren't entirely sure what that means, it's just like just like the sound wave, the sound. Um, yeah, and when we were listening to that track, we noticed that it's just it's completely square. So the mm. track is so compressed that. Yeah. It's just brick wall, dude. You, you can hear it throughout the track it. as well. You can pick up on it. It's flat. But I, think, I think it's a good cover. I just think that mm. I just don't necessarily think the production's there. Exactly. But production aside, how do you feel about that? Because I thought, because I'm quite a big fan of Roy Orbison. Yeah, grew me up too. Uh, listening to him. Grew up on Roy. Yeah. My mum's uh, my mum's in her sixties. You know, like she's. She's uh yeah she brought me up on that sort of music yeah and I I know of Roy through Traveling Wilburys but yeah um I actually I enjoyed that cover I'm I'm not as big a Smiths fan as you are um I, I did like them had a period hmm. um I think know. everyone goes through that stage didn't they and I think yeah. mine just went on for a bit too long well I mean and I love you know every day's like Sunday yeah yeah that's they a, filmed that's, they filmed that video uh, in my hometown that's a morrissey solo mm, no yeah i, I know yeah. it's a morrissey solo song yeah, yeah. but it's a, it's a great song i think that's fever hate album can't remember but yeah remember the, fir- uh, i think that's from his first uh solo so mm. um he had um who uh, he had someone working on the album that was it, it was basically another smith's album because he had the same production team behind him and i yeah. think he took over um What's his name? You know the the uh, the unspoken fifth Smith. Oh, yeah. who's oh. that? Gammon. Is it Gammon? I want to say Gammon, but it's I, Gannon. Cannon. He's, he's something like Mike that. Cannon. I think it's Mike Cannon or Gannon. I think it's Cannon. Yeah. It it doesn't matter anyway. So that's just. But yeah, so that's just a, a finicky thing. But yeah, I, I'm I'm quite surprised that he's doing a cover album, and I I just really thought I wanted to speak about it. Really. Um, yeah. Um. Yeah, have you do you know of any other tracks he's covering? Well, he did the Pretenders. He did the Pretenders uh, back in the Chain Gang, and he's just brought them out as a couple of singles. And he's, um, I suppose, he's, they're going to be on the new album. But I didn't really want to talk about him for too long because exactly. um, obviously I wanted to show another song um, that your boy Johnny's done. And this, after what I would say was a very lackluster solo album. Um, he uh yeah i think he's i think he's done it big with this one and i'd like to play it for you so this is johnny mars um armatopia is that how you pronounce it yeah i think it's armadillo armadillo Armadillo. it's johnny mar with armadillo
Johnny Marr with Armatopia. I quite like that. I really enjoyed that, yeah. I like that tune. I think, it, it, again, like what I said before we played it, it was a lot better than um, his, out, his, his solo album that he brought out. I think it was last year or the year before. I think he's done two now. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember the exact year it was, but I know he's had a, he's had one or two out recently. Um, because it, obviously, for years he's just been, you know, a session musician. He's just been playing with other bands. He's done a great album with Modest Mouse. Yes, nice. yeah, Modest Mouse, good. Yeah, I like uh, that. that. Float on, float on tune in particular. Ooh. You can tell that. Oh, is that it, him? Well, he's on he's on guitar. Oh, cool. Yeah, and you can you can tell that it's just his typical jangly fashion. I love it. Yeah, no, I love it. Uh, I yeah. love that song as well. So, yeah. Mr. Jangles. Um, yeah, Mr. no. Bo- <laughs> Mr. Bojangles. Bojangles. I thought that was definitely an, definitely an improvement, a marked improvement over the stuff he's been doing for a while. Yeah. I think. Uh, so enough about that. Mm. I think it's time that we review this coffee that we've got in the studio. So we're heading, we're heading over to somewhere. Where is it? Oh, I don't know, mate. It's a four-cornered room. Whew. Three of these corners are empty. Mmm, damn. Oh. When I say coffee, you say corner. Coffee. Corner. Coffee. Corner. When I say coffee, you say corner. Corner. Coffee, 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 coffee. In the corner, Munro Gascoigne. He's got that cafetiere and he's ready to plunge. See man in the gym in his tight shorts. Watch out for that lunge. Nuts could be everywhere. It's plunge time. It's plunge time. It's plunge time. <laughs> so I thought I thought it was time to produce a new little package for for the Beats and Blends Coffee Corner segment. It's a very sweet little jingle that. What do you think? I, I loved it, especially and, uh, my bit. Yeah. Oh, your your and, bits um, are always the best. I bits, thought man. we we are starting to get a lot more musical, I'd say, and. Um, Let's We're, bring it back to blends, I say. Yeah, let's bring it back to I'm blends. I'm all about the blends, boys. Yeah. Coffee corner. On this show, there's always an even amount of beats and blends. 50-50. That's what we strive for. Yeah, that 50-50 split. Equality. So, Good. we're over here now. Welcome to Gas Corner, Coffee Corner Club, KKK. Nope. Um, nope, definitely not, not that. that one. CCC. CCCs. There we go, the three Cs. Like an email. Hmm. Okay, so what we got here is a wonderful coffee that's been picked up from a... Uh, a North London Italian deli. North London Italian deli. I thought you actually went to North Italy. No, North London. Fucking hell. No. There was an Italian there. Oh, Mo, you, you, you let that. You really oversold well, this. We haven't got the budget for these for these flights, you know. You said, go to Italy. And I was like, oh, sorry, boys, I can't. Can't afford that. In all suit, just go to Italy. All right. Just you keep on saying that. You don't say, like, where to go. You just say, go to fucking Italy. And I'm like, I can't. Look, man, you're the man with the plan. You need to know. But anyway, in all seriousness, this is the first coffee Mo has actually brought to us that isn't from Waitrose. That's right. So usually, I'm, usually yeah. my go-to is I go to the coffee on Waitrose, see what's on offer, see what tickles my fancy, tickles that little taint of mine, and then I grab it. Um, grab it. Mm. However, this one, it, it, I can see it from over here, and it's in a nice little tin. It's sort uh, of a matte black uh, casing in I, a tin. I love it. Mm. A real sort of pot vibe. It looks very prestigious. Okay, so I'm going to say the name of it. It's um, Cafe Vergnano. 
1882, I believe it's pronounced Vergineno. We'll have to allow this because Mo isn't Italian, so mm. we'll just have to go with Mo's. I could do an Italian accent, but I don't want to be disrespectful. No worries. So, okay. let's run through it. So, um, well, I've finished mine now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what do you guys think of the taste uh, right off the bat? It's it's strong. It's very strong. Off it is bat, strong. Strong. Um, smooth. Gritty. That's that's not but the coffee. But that, that's not the coffee. That's Mo's fault. Because Mo, for the, you know, we've we've had three shows now, and two out of three times we haven't had a proper smooth coffee because it's always it's always gritty for some reason. Well, because disaster strikes. Yeah, strikes again. Disaster, disaster strikes. We no. shouldn't we shouldn't put the blame entirely on our boy. Yeah, no, that's true. Maybe we just need a better kitchen. Potentially, I think so. So. This coffee is the Cafe Ver... Cafe Vergano 1882. And it's called 1882 because the company was established uh, in 1882. 1882. That's the correct answer. Well done. Wow. Ten points to you. And so this coffee in particular is all over northern Italy. You know Mm -hmm. like how in a lot of coffee shops here, they just serve um, Illy coffee? Illy or Lavazza. Yeah. Yeah. So in northern Italy, it's the same vibe where it's just this one. Okay. Ruling the roost. You know, real... Uh, epidemic of this stuff and they've since spread like a venereal disease to London oh dear so in 2000 they expanded uh, there's one in um, there was one in um, South Bank since closed but there's, there's a bunch of them everywhere oh lovely it's interesting because I've never heard of this brand at all so no, neither no, right, neither no right. clue so I mean I'm interested in this expansion you will know it soon London town yeah and you'll know it now mm. so yeah Taste-wise, I think it's sort of smooth. It's smooth. caramelly. It's yeah. Yeah, it's, I had a hint of caramel. Yeah, there's a bit yeah. of caramel in there. It's it's very rich. It um, is rich. Yeah, mm, touch of berry maybe. I'm glad that you gave it to me in a small cup because I don't think I could have a small man mug size of this. No, that would be a little bit too much. Yeah, it's good as like um, not espresso size, but like a, a half a. You know, you get those stupid little cups that's like half the size of a normal cup. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. there's there's a little hole. That's like, far too small for anyone's finger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's maybe perfect, a toddler's. It's perfect for that volume, I'd say. But too much of this coffee, and I think I'd be up the walls. Yeah, and uh, Mo's got a little excerpt on the back of this coffee that he's going to read out. So when I first inspected this, hint. I was like, oh god, it's in Italian. Yes, yeah. we're so balls deep in the coffee scene that we can't even read what we're talking about. Yeah, we're we're that pretentious that we had to go completely non-English. And well, the Wikipedia page of this place is also in Italian. Had to buy a translate it. So we've gone Mad. from we've gone from Yorkshire tea, not Yorkshire tea, Yorkshire coffee brands to Italy now. Like yeah, we're, we've uh, gone from away, to Harrogate. We're away yeah. from home here. Yeah, we're mm. really. Uh, yeah, fish out of water. Yeah, we're taking a little jump over the pond or whatever it is. Well, but what, but what, what they about. say about their blend. Mm-hmm. In non-Italian, i.e. English. Lovely. Cafe Vergano has presented its finest beans in a superior and exclusive blend. Exclusive. Exclusive. Interesting. Made up of the most prestigious varieties of coffee in the world. All beans are carefully selected from the best origins where they are enriched by the greater exposure to the sun. Very important in coffee mm. is sun. Yeah. That's just been left out in the sun for a while. Yeah. Nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All red berries are individually hand-picked. Individually hand-picked. Individually hand-picked. Dried in open air. Open air. And later packed in jute bags at the plantation. That just sounds like they've gotten a bit lazy. They, like, they... One day, you know, master bean picker had a day off, 
and uh, the, the, the beans got left out a bit too longer and then they, yeah. they realised it tasted nice. It's kind of like uh, a Fleming discovery. Absolutely. That's yeah. how I imagine this coffee being found. It's just like, oh no! I left my <laughs> beans out in the sun. Oh no! I meant to. Scorched hot beans! <laughs> <laughs> now, I didn't really understand what they said by jute bags. Um, I've never heard that word before. Yeah, to, to be honest, I know a jute bag as being... A jute bag is yeah. essentially like a tote bag. Yeah, so that's I, what I looked it up and it was. What I, came up was I don't tote think bags. that. I think what they mean is, you know, you get those nice sort of like those, woven. Those Kenko sacks. Yeah, I think they mean that. I think yeah. there's probably, if anything, it's just a translation error. But um, is is there anything else telling on the back of it? Yes. Yeah, so besides that, this blend is dedicated to the connoisseurs and those who look for the best coffee experience. So this is for the prestige coffee makers and drinkers. This is the bougie man's coffee. This That's was, right. This coffee was roasted for beats and blends because the description on the back of that is exactly us. That's connoisseurs. Us, well, I must say, apart from the grittiness, which is obviously Mo's fault and not the coffee's yeah. fault. It's actually, and it's the cafetiere's fault for exploding. Yes, 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 yes. We've covered this. But, um... I would say that that's, this mug has given me a, a nice warm hug. It's given mm. me a nice warming buzz. And I don't know, I don't know whether it's whether it's time. I think it might be it might be perfectly fitting for the show as it's our third show, third time lucky. To give this a, f- a full kundi rating. Oh my god, a full kund. Three times a charm, you know. Um, three is the magic number. You know, we're on episode three, last couple shows. Uh, the first episode, the Hot Lava Java, I went with a kund. Mm-hmm. Um, second episode, I went with a kun. And this, I think I'm going to give it a full kundi. And that, for those of you that are listening for the first time, that's how we rate our coffee. Well, that's how I rate my coffee, with my own surname, because I'm very vain, and uh, any way of getting my name out there anymore, I will. So, kundi. <laughs> A this, full candy. A full candy. It's got a full candy from me. Five Lovely. stars. What Jay? about you guys? I'm yeah. I'm gonna give this. I think I'm gonna give this top marks. It's it's very nice. It would have been it would have been nice to try it with some milk maybe. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm, I'm a milkman myself. Yeah, not by I, trade, but by preference. I've seen you driving the milk the milk truck down the road. Okay, you got me. It is me. I, I've hopped on your float for a lift yeah, at you know. four in the morning after a night out. Yeah, yeah. pop me down to the shops, lovely. Yeah. yeah, I'm still going. I've got my regulars. In all seriousness. Do you deliver eggs and bacon as well? No, never. Fair enough. Stick to what you know. Yeah, um, yeah this this coffee I've really enjoyed. It's it's smooth. It's dark. It's handsome. A bit like Jason. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed this one this week. Um... You know, as this, much as I love Taylor's, it's nice to get a change. This hey, coffee is... It's that good. Damn. Yeah. Foghorn. It's it's air horn, actually. Yeah. A foghorn is more of a deeper sound. Yeah, foghorn's on the sound of fog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Mo. So let's yeah. hear from the man himself. You know what? I actually really did enjoy this coffee. I think maybe I was swayed by the amazing packaging and the fact that it's from Italy. And, you know, you kinda, it kind of woos you in mm. a way and just the story it tells and I don't know I really enjoyed it and the flavour of it as well it's kind of chocolatey kind of caramelly which is what I really enjoy in a coffee I don't like it when it's too sort of bitter and, and I don't know fruity acidic yeah, yeah. a little I'll, bit too berry yeah I like it uh, nice and easy to enjoy uh, a nice cosy delicious cup and I think this is so I'm going to give it kindy as well 
You're going to give it a kindy? Wow. Yeah. Lovely. Nice. Wow. Well, now that's out of the way. Three kindies all round. There is another thing that we wanted to discuss in the show. So, we're going into a new segment. Which is called Educating Monroe Gascoigne. Yes. On um, the elements of urban music. Okay. Specifically. Mo, you are whiter than a sheet of paper. <laughs> that is true because you physically, can see my wrist, they are translucent. Physically... And I think your soul lacks all rhythm. Lacks all rhythm. That that's it, quite a cutting thing to say. To I don't mean it in a horrible way, but I mean you are you are white. I like Van Morrison. Exactly. So I I heard a tune the other day, and I tried mentioning it to Mo, and he had no idea what I was talking about. And uh, I just it just gave me an idea. Um, it's time to educate Mo on some grime. Um, we're gonna let's do it. Yeah, so, Mo, have you heard of Wiley? I know the name. Um, wearing my Rolex, that was a song in like 2006. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, it's, uh, yeah, it's like 2006. Late 2000s. I love yeah. that song. That's the last time I heard that name. So That and him, Wiley Coyote from cartoons. Right. So him and Skepta have got some beef at the moment. Does that mean anything to you? Skepta, I do know the name Skepta. Yeah, right. I think he's fairly big, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's yeah. he's kind of probably one of the biggest right now. Award winning, uh, I he's, he's won awards. Won awards. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. He's he's an award winning musician now. And this beef, I assume we're not talking about a uh, prime cut. I think we're talking about disagreement, right? Yeah, there's been some kind of disagreement. Mm. They, all you need to know is that they don't they don't really like each other anymore. And uh, they, they used to like each other. Then they were best friends. I don't think they were best of friends, they, but they, they were definitely got on though. Good chum. Sure. It was the whole BBK scene. Um, Boy, better know. Which is essentially no, just it's just a, a big it's a, crew. It's a big group of different rappers, all from a similar area. Yeah, and uh, so basically, we're not going to get too much into the history of it because there's a lot that we need to cover on this segment. Okay. And um, but yeah, I'm just going to play you a bit of each of their diss tracks towards each other. If you want to hear it, because I, I, I would love to, yeah. I want to know what Mo thinks of them, because as someone who's an outsider to grime, because me and you, we enjoy grime. Yeah, we, yeah, we, I, I, we, I, we like we grime. Yeah. Quite regularly, so I mean, yeah, I've never been drawn to grime myself. Exactly. Mm. Any grime that I've heard has just been in passing. I'm going, oh, okay, well, that's grime, I guess. Yeah, mm. yeah which, is, which is fair enough. So I think you'll be interested to hear Mo's reaction to both these, because I think that you can appreciate this as the fact that you're quite well spoken. And diss tracks in particular, especially within grime and all throughout history. I mean, you've got diss tracks that date back to 80s hip hop. He had Ice Cube when he left NWA. He'd done No Vaseline. Um, Easy E's done him in the past. Um, it, uh, and as recently as Eminem and the whole Machine Gun Kelly thing. But we're focusing on grime in particular. Would you say it's part of the culture that it's like an inherent part of the grime hip hop rap scene? I'd say it doesn't. Um, it would it would be fine without it. Like it would still mm. run without it. But I think but it's, it's pretty juicy. It's definitely yeah. And when when beef does flare up within that community and within that genre, it does make it a lot more interesting. I'd say. Yeah. It makes it like oh really? Did he really say that? Because like, they they don't they don't take prisoners. They go yeah. They go for the throat. They go straight. They're pretty for mean the, to each other. For the jugular, it's it's a you know, it's pretty nasty stuff. Big old meanies. And I just want to see if you can take it, if you can take the bars. If I can take it, it's not aimed at me. It's not aimed at you. No, but, but I just... I, okay. I'm just going to play it now. Yeah, please do.
All them you weren't there, little cheap shots. Like, come on, man. That's not no kind of level. You know when it's life, it's not fair. So how you gonna talk about I weren't there? When the feds had you in Australia, I didn't act like a fool, I knew you was there. So you can't be a don if I'm not there. You look all idiot, get dizzy, come round here. This style, none of you run around here. I've been living, I've been dying for my son's round here. I come to your house, you never come to my house. Bumba all looking for the clout. Deep down in your heart, you're not an MC. I look around, I see your real gauge empty. Tried to drop man out on the slide. I know you come back, start looking for a black. Ha, <laughs> no black. Me and you were done, no lie about God forgive you if you bust your nine, but wait. You ain't gonna bust no nine. If that never made German whip, you'll be right back there at the back of the line. And you ain't about clouds, you're the basic grime. I do shut up on fuckery and basic grime. I gave this brother life, he ain't taking mine. I know two girls now, they're the reason why you even out here now doing famous grime. Bumba, oh, stay there, I won't waste your time. Just me being real, it's not hatred crime. You made Jeremy stop, that's pagan time. You made Jeremy stop. For you, bro. So that was, that was Wiley's diss track called Don't Bread Me, to, and that was aimed towards Skepta. Don't bread me. Don't bread me. What, 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 what does bread mean? Oh, there is actually a picture of bread on the on the cover of the single, but I think it's some kind of slang term. Um, I don't know. I was hoping you didn't ask me about I, I that. I think it. I, th- I kind of think it means like "Don't at me." To be fair, yeah. but I'm not entirely sure. But there are songs called "Don't at me" already. Mm. So bread's just a fresh take on at. Mm. Yeah. All right. What did you think? Yeah, it's very good. You know, the thing is, I probably am not so. Uh, in tune with this this scene is because I always go for things on how they sound as opposed to the lyrics so I always get lost particularly in rap and grime as to what's being said now it sounded aggressive uh, angry full of bread but you know what I was a bit lost I gotta say sorry guys it's all right. It's all right. It's fine. It's fine. It's, it's not part to, of your education. It's not to everyone's taste. Can you guys break down what's being said there? Yeah. Um. Well, I'm not going to bother with that. I'm actually going to show you another disc now, and this is just going to just to just to show you how funny it can be. All right. Okay. Uh, I'm ready. This is another disc. Uh, it was Devil Man. <laughs> Devil Man. Okay. Yeah. Who. In my opinion, I think he's a legend. He's he's a lyrical he's a lyrical assassin. He's, uh, he's, I don't I don't agree with all his lyrics. He has some bars that are foul, but I think he's most of them are hilarious. Mm. It's it's comical, and as a as a fan of comedy, I feel like you could really appreciate this one. All right, yeah, I'm ready. Oh, it's Skepta. Don't go on like saying you never phone me, telling me that I'm your favourite artist. That's why you wanted to clap. Yo, Skepta, don't talk shit, are you crazy? You can't come to my area. 2015's got scarier. Fuck off with your malaria. Don't talk shit about me and my situation. With your bullshit instigation. The informing allegation got sorted. So if you're gonna send for me, if you're gonna say something, send for me properly. Same shit everybody knows already. You took my flows already. And I heard that he said I'm at a hundred shows already. You're lucky that this kid never bust your nose already. I heard your send. You say that I'm nasty, but everybody knows already. I'm a dirty bastard. Go and I shell. Wanna talk about man showing face in my video, but yet still he don't wanna show yours. Why do you wanna see 
in my people's face What the fuck do you get up to behind closed doors? You sound worse than they did years ago A rematch in a clash, oh Murky bro Murky one drum and bass, oh Murky slow Fuck Skepta, look at this turkey though Leave a man with metal in jaws I'm gonna keep settling scores Skepta's pissed off cause I sold him a half as a cheese And he could only make four chores Who on then, give me a round of applause Yo tell yo me high wong send pause I'm sure that most of the time you spit You always use my bars like yo Well, that's Devil Man. Uh, yeah, you, you'll notice he's got a distinct uh, Brummie accent. Yeah. Okay. That was good. You enjoyed that? Did you enjoy I, that? I could, uh, an A+, plus, yeah. An A+. Plus. Yeah. So you enjoyed that more than Wiley? I think so, yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad. No, it, yeah. had, it had some humour to it, which I really appreciate. Yeah. Um, he seems to be enjoying himself the entire way through. He's just having fun with it, I think. Well, there's there's been a reason that I'm showing this to you. Um, I for whatever reason have got a beef you've got a big beef i Hold have on. an existential beef is that the right word i would say this is like i, I don't know if i'd use existential but i'd say this is a colossal beef colossal beef we'll like, go colossal this is this is stalker level beef yes so you got some you got a beef with the stalker yes big time Very, big time yeah. beef with the stalker i once upon a time I was um, I was in a bar, and I met someone. Very briefly. Briefling. Was it Devil Man? It wasn't Devil Man. Okay. Um, but was, I, I wish it was. It was a lady, FYI. It was a lady. Okay. And um, yeah, things got weird. Things got very weird. Things got weird for you quickly, and also. I know Jason said brief, but I really can't emphasise the actual level of briefness that this was. This is this relationship. It's not a relationship. It wasn't even a relationship. It's, it's nothing. It's it's, uh, it's it's. I've had longer relationships with towels. It's it was a little bit of you know whatever this and, rendezvous. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know it's a little recce, and that's that's that. It's, n- it's nothing deep, and yeah. So what happened after it all? It all fell through. It all ended quite nicely. I uh, I wanted to, you know, I didn't I didn't want to be tied down, essentially, and uh, which I think is fair. Hundred percent. And um, everything ended nicely, and then I started getting all these weird messages, and then um, it was getting really really heavy, and um, it, it made me feel quite quite horrible for quite some time actually. Like I felt really really weird. What were the messages saying? Was it like a violent it, thing? It, or was, aggressive? it wasn't violent. It was just icky. You know, I don't want to I don't want to go into too much detail because it makes me feel a bit ill. Okay. Thinking and about. Were it. you replying to these, or you just sort of? Uh, I was eventually. I was. I eventually started ignoring them. You're but right, okay. um, it started getting to the point where it was constant, and then after a while. I uh, I look on Instagram, and there's all these, all these weird drawings and illustrations that are of my likeness, and there's some of them are very barbaric. And these these are from her. Yeah, 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 yeah. One and of which, may I add, features you decapitated. Yeah, one is oh me with a zombified um, corpse head, and. Uh, all my flesh is peeling off and it's very it's vulgar the sight of it is is scary what, what did the caption say was does it mention you it, uh, see there's never actual name drops but if you mm. look it's it's i think it's the hashtags the, that, the hashtags uh, completely oh, what do they yeah. say it's all kind of weird there's like 
my initials are thrown in there and occasionally. Like boys, and, heartbreaking. Um, Loads of strange hashtag things you wouldn't hashtag. Like, just weird, yeah. weird jargon. And she knows that you still follow her, so you, you well, would all, see it, this. There's all, it's all blocked now. Okay, um, all blocked now. But yeah, and I, I then found out that this person actually started profiting off of these designs because it actually turns out she's a pretty good artist and she's selling these and um so you disfigured has been i figured coming it's, off the shelves like hotcakes it's been nearly a year yeah and it's still going on and uh i'm yet to see any cheddar as in money i mean she's making money off me and or I'm also even an apology. An apology, yeah. I don't really. Or just like an explanation of what what's going on. Yeah, because I I haven't had any word of or any. There was no request. Can I can I, you know, draw you? I'm. It's weird. It's I think it's strange. It's it's very strange. That I'm must not, I'm, break I'm not, some sort of law. I'm not. I'm not famous. a lawyer. Well, must. in all fairness, it it's. I think it's fine because it's like his likeness, but I still it. It's very weird. It's very weird. For sure, yeah. Hmm. But, but using but the grime tradition... And this is an inspiration, yeah. I I decided to get my own back. I'm not a nor- not normally confrontational, but um, I thought, you know and you know what? I saw one of these recent um, pictures, and I thought, enough is enough, okay? I'm going to get my own back. And <laughs> what, what happened... I don't really know how to explain it. I just I had a bit of free time in the booth, and uh, well, I'm just going to play it for you. Okay. I'm just going to play it for you because I'm still taken aback by it. I'm surprised that I could do something like this. And uh, tell me what you think afterwards, guys. Listen, Jason Kundi on the mic, 2K19, beats and blends first ever diss track together we're making history here we go oh before i start big up to jay dyson monroe gascoigne all the boys from hertfordshire westbury estate uh it's for you that i do this uh big up my brothers listen this one goes out to this bitch came to start shit but you don't know what you started i'm an indian warrior possessing the body of a lyrical father you want to try and upset me well, bitch, you'd better try harder. First of all, your life's more pathetic than your Ninja Turtle crepes. Booky girl, don't make me tweet out your text. It's been a long time since we had sex, but if I was you, I'd go and get checked. Actually, that makes me look weird. Girl like Ziggy, your day is gonna get wiggy. Don't talk shit about me. Could have been mates, but you had to go all Mars and a Hindley. Girl like Ziggy, once again, your day's gonna get wiggy. Do me a favor, you're not wavy, and I'll never date you. Nip to Green Valley and grab some Kleenex Cause you made this seat ready to go to the W.A.R. That's war Never been so pissed if you was a guy I'd slap you round the jaw I think it's time that someone reminds you Just how long it's been Over a year for real and you're still obsessed with me? Don't talk shit about me You don't even know me So why are you in your room fucked up and zans Drawing pictures of me Bitch you clearly need some therapy Making me look like a prick when you can't even spell the word prick or therapy Today you fucked up cause I'm K-U-N to the D to the I Clearly you messed with the wrong guy Best stop stalking me or I'll get some mad bitches to poke you in the eye If you're gonna profit from my face at least give me a slice of the pie And by pie I mean the cash Not that thing in your pants that's covered in a rash Honestly, how did you think you could insult me then make money off of me? Don't mention me on your gram again or I'll murk you on your friend that looks like John Barnes Trust me your friend looks like John Barnes and he's also actually pretty safe, but he hangs around with you, so I don't like him. So if I see the pair of you, I'm going to give you both dirty looks. 
because you both fucked me up. Stop stalking me, you bitch. Stop making money off my face. Alright, stop selling prints and skateboards and custom designs of me making £200 a pop on that. Who the fuck do you think you are? Seriously. I'll take you to court, but I don't even want your money. I want nothing to do with you. And I'll never want to see you again, alright? Fuck off. Beats and blends. 2K19. Don't normally do this, but today we had to make an exception. Some people are just fucking pricks and you gotta call them out. Peace. I've gotta be I've got to be honest. You're you're like the MC grinder of beats and blends. Wow. That's that's that was uh, uh, impressive, uh, yeah. That John Barnes line. My god, jeez. Yeah, well she actually has a friend that looks like John Barnes and um I'm a Liverpool fan, so it's quite tough to... It must be pretty difficult not to want to chat to that John Barnes lookalike. Yeah, but that that's how much she's triggered me. That I don't want to speak to the John Barnes lookalike guy. That's fair enough. Wow. Yeah, It's fair enough. Um, you what, did at one yeah. point indicate that you had an STI, but besides yeah, that, I, that was sort of a self-par. I know, I just... I don't, I don't know why I did it's that. It's one of those ones where you, you thought the rhyme sounded right, but clear, it, clearly no. It sound, I thought it sounded good. Well, I was drawing inspiration from Devil Man and his bars because he always indicates that he's like a, I quote, dirty bastard. And, um, you know, when you're getting into the creative, creative spill, you know, you, uh, you're getting into it, you know, it just what rolls off the yeah, tongue. Yeah, you were in the middle of it, I get yeah, it. I, I was just in hot lava... You're in hot lava with those hot bars. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, I couldn't help it, but it's just what came out. But I, do, I'm a, I don't have an STI. So is are you hoping that she hears this? Well, I think she probably will, because, you know. But, yeah, well, I mean, I, it's not that deep, really. I just thought, I just wanted to prove to you. I just wanted to show off, really. I just wanted to show that I, 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 made, I did something. It's just good content, really, isn't it? So, well, did you, Did you like it, though? I really did, yeah. It's yeah. Uh, it's better than I imagined it would be. Hmm. There's a lot of uh, effort into that. You can hear it. Cause I, I messaged you guys about a few days ago, and I said that I want to make a diss track for the for the show, and I think you guys didn't really understand what I was going to do with it. Not 100%, no. Hmm. I didn't know where this diss was coming from, all this beef, so yeah. to have it explained, I'm, I'm glad you did. But, you know, if you, if you, if you act like me, you are me, you're going to get beefy from time to time. I mean, Words I did, to live by. Yeah, I did, you know, grow up on the streets of Westbury, so... Exactly. In, um, you know, the ghettos of Hertfordshire. And, um, yeah, it's just something that's never left me, you know, that mm. raw energy. Yeah. Maybe Mo, maybe Mo, you should do some kind of grime track, not a diss track, because I feel like you're the kind of guy that you never, never have beef with anyone. You're quite a... If I do, I do chap. the classic thing of uh, not speaking to them ever again. Right. Well, let, let's just let's just try and change that. Is there someone that you? Do you want me to confront someone? That's, is there someone that you? Is fallen out Okay. With people have wronged me. Let me tell you that people have wronged me. I've got a list of people that have wronged me under your bed, under my bed. A kill list. Not a kill list. Oh, I'm, I wouldn't say whoa. I'm a murderer. No, I mean like a you know in a musical Vo- kill yeah, list, like vocally destroy. Well, in this two two week break. Why don't we get together and we'll we'll write you something and we can record it and um play it next time. Yeah, no, I'm happy to do that. Yeah. Because I feel like 
you know, this this whole educating Monroe segment on grime and uh, just urban culture, I feel like, you know, the only way to prove that he's fully absorbed it would be to to produce something with a likeness to that genre. Exactly. And, you know, uh, and maybe after that, who knows, uh, we may educate Monroe on something else. Who knows? Please. Yeah. I'm always up for learning. Wow. Well, this show is just... This it's just turning into you know just developing your interpersonal skills really isn't it and it's much needed it's time for that i think yeah but yeah um you can find beats and blends on apple podcasts spotify pocket casts anchor and many more as well as uh bleep blop um biddly bop flip boys flip flop uh skibbity box and um electrics Mm. all right peace